Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Coffee Roaster Warm-Up Sessions podcast. Um, it's been super exciting to get on Instagram, and uh, of course, this is the season for Spotify right. Wrapped, um, which is, uh, I, I, I kind of hate it because everybody's doing it, but at the same time, it's such a cultural phenomenon where I'm like, I'm tempted to just post mine, but I haven't posted mine I'm yet. not posting mine. I but, won't post but mine. But I feel like I need to because it's such a cultural phenomenon. No. No. I mean, ha- half of everyone's yeah. Spotify wrapped is Taylor Swift and Drake. That's that's valid. Drake, I think, appeared on my, actually, my fifth artist, number five. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep all of my personal music preferences Whoa. to myself. Dude, least, nothing least, to hype at up. At least give us one one artist. No, in your top I always five. have one, one artist. In the top. Laney is always up in my top five. Okay. I'm not gonna say okay. where Laney is this year. Okay, it's the same. Wow. Okay. Well, it was exciting to see so many of you guys all of a sudden randomly starting tagging Mir nice. that were coming up in your top three, even your top. Somebody tagged us uh, who is in the top zero point five percent of mere listeners which is absolutely incredible so um cheers to that but that's that's been fun to see mm-hmm. see that i don't know it just felt surreal it's yeah. like you do it with for all your favorite artists not even realizing that you just came up on somebody's you know yeah. spotify rap it's yeah. just my my most listened to podcast i mean you could probably guess what it was mere <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. So I don't, I, I'm, I listen to podcasts on either YouTube or Apple Podcasts. Same. Yeah. So Apple Podcasts, I don't get a, yeah. I don't get a rap. The only, the only other podcasts I listen to outside of Spotify and Apple on YouTube, that is, mm-hmm. is Bobby and that that's Alf, Alf, whatever, Bobby. Yeah. That's Where it. do you listen to that on? I mean, is there any other what place to stream it but YouTube? Oh, I thought I, it was only on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know. I've just I seen clips. So. Yeah, just that's, seen all, clips. that's all. So, yeah. But so, thank you so much for listening. Um, I I'm just waiting for the day that we win a Spraggy for the best coffee podcast. <laughs> Please. Um, but yeah, let's dive into this episode. Uh, let's Sick. pour some batchy. See what we're brewing up here, as always. Wow, that was a big wave. I don't know. Did I do something wrong? Is this my bad? It's fine, but it's not like an amazing brew for sure. Yeah. It's fine, but it's not fine. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, um, yeah. we have coffee two- is also super, super fresh. Two days off roast. Yeah. That's probably why also. It tastes metallic. It, t- it tastes, yeah, it has that yeah. really fresh, really fresh, like it's almost overwhelming the cup mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, taste. But we also ran out of cone-shaped brute filters, and I was going to go get some, totally forgot. So we had a makeshift, a classic, normal-sized batch brew filter into the cone. It um, looked good. I, I was kind of sold on it for a minute. I was like, dude, this is going to slap. I was hoping I for know. a better brew. I also went super fine. I went 11. Oh, 
But that's because it was a 40 gram dose, 640. That's what we always do. Really? Yeah. I thought we'd do five, 50 to 800. No. 40? We always do 40, yeah. Man, what do I know? How many, how many episodes in and I still don't remember a recipe? Dude, yeah. It's always changing. Always. Well. It's a bummer. That's fun. Not but, fun. Um, I still think it has that mouth, kind of this mouth-watering acidity, which I think is coming from the fact that it's a bourbon. It's yeah. just like the oh, classic sure. acidity that I absolutely love. I just can't get over. I think other than, you know, not counting like cedras, geishas, give me a bourbon that's Always. like really nicely developed, balances out, you know, that super punchy acidity with some nice sweetness. Yeah. And dude, sign, sign me up. I yeah. mean, I'm sold on it. Always. I mean, bourbon is a uh, stem from a gesha, right? As far as I remember. I mean, I Something, don't know. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. It could be. It's, but. it's always been one of my, one of like my major favorite varietals in coffee. Like it just sticks out. I mean, we did a cupping before this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I automatically called the coffee yellow bourbon, but it was a pink bourbon. Yeah. It just sticks out. Like I know it is what it is. And yeah. That's that's I love the varietal in general, but also I think this coffee, when I smelled it, mm-hmm. like right before we started recording, mm-hmm. uh, like all I got on the nose was honeysuckle and wildflowers, like yep. nice, um, almost like a almost like a clover honey, mm-hmm. like a lot of that. It was okay. super tasty. Yeah, it's on the nose. Uh, it's it, it's it's very nice. It's very nice. I've been really digging this coffee the way it's everything from the way it's cupping to when we purchased the coffee we've also picked up this coffee from some other roasters um just kind of taste what it's been tasting like and it's phenomenal like i i i I love i love this like a colombian it's semi-washed i think like an like a almost like an anaerobic washed um colombian pink bourbon all the good stuff i mean this week starting with today i think hopefully actually um starting with uh this weekend we'll be dropping three new coffees three new coffees sounds like a lot but three new coffees uh all three new coffees are tasting really nice and excellent uh give us a rundown of what we're getting here um definitely the by popular demand one of our most famous coffees for sure from Jorge Mendez up in Way Way Tenango. Um, I mean, of course, we had to secure it again. It's just 100%. been such a pleasure. Um, one, it roasts great. We've consistently had high quality Jorge Mendez's coffees that sit on our menu almost like we have a Guatemalan coffee that sits on our menu all year. Yeah. So that doesn't go away. That has been our staple. Um, it's fun for everyone. It's fun for people. It's fun for us to drink. Uh, our relationship with Jorge has deepened a lot, especially since your last visit and you connecting mm-hmm. with him. Um, we're still waiting on that drop, video drop. I know. It's That's, coming. It's coming this this year. Literally. This year. Well, not, sorry, not this year. It's The video's coming with this drop of the coffee. Mm. So we're going to push, actually, this guat probably till next week. Okay, good. Next week. Good. But that's literally all of next week is what I'm going to be working on. So that that's going to drop. But going yeah. back to the coffee, I think this is Jorge Mendez is probably one of the best harvests that he's had since we've been partnering with him over the last two years. Yeah. Just sparkly acidity, roasts nice. Even when we've been pushing it kind of on the lighter side, 
Yeah. Um, but man, it just is, it stands its own. Um, very nice, bright, crispy, juicy. Yeah. I mean, it's it uh, it hits all the boxes yeah. for me. I love it. Yeah. And it, and it still has the reminiscence of what Guatemalan coffee should taste like. Yes. Uh, so it's comforting. It's warm. It's a bigger coffee. Like again, I we say this so much on the podcast, but this is the type of coffee that you impress your grandparents, parents, maybe, mm-hmm. and your coffee nerd friends. Hundred percent. It's a coffee that's going to go everywhere, anywhere, any way possible. And we'll talk about this later in the podcast, but man, espresso, check the boxes. Filter, check the boxes. Mm-hmm. You know, batch brewer, check the boxes. This will probably slap on French press. I don't know. Air press will be a ripper. Like, I love it. And, you know. What about next level? <laughs> next level brewer. Dude, I don't, I don't know. Next level Jorge Mendes. I don't know. I need to, yeah, we, need to, we need to pick one up. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that's the Jorge Mendes is, is yeah. just a staple. You can expect it to be around um, for some time and probably we'll pick it up next year. Yeah. Um, so, what else do we have? Um, we have a new Ethiopian coffee. Ethia, what, remind me, what's the Agaro. name? Agaro. Agaro, Um Who's the producer again? Uh, it's a little cooperative, I think, yeah. called Duramina. Duramina. Yeah, yeah, this is a new newer seven. coffee for us. We've yes. never bought coffee from Agaro. We've had multiple Ethiopians, mm-hmm. but uh, this coffee is fairly new. What I remember about this coffee, again, it's a classic Ethiopian coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. It has a very good bright acidity it has um, a lot of that sweetness on it, but not the classic sweetness that you would get on like on, on a natural because it, it's not. It's a, it's a washed mm-hmm. coffee. Um, so you have delicacies on it. You have acidity on it. And you have that balance and aftertaste that it just lingers forever in your mouth. If you're um, looking for a blueberry, uh, you know, fruit, punchy, Kool-Aid. This it's is not, not the coffee. It. No, no, Don't no. get this. That's not the yeah. classic I'm talking about. All This is not a natural Guji. Like that's not it. Um, but it has the delicacies of Ethiopian coffees that mm-hmm. I've grown to like, oh, that's a lot of what I remember about an Ethiopian coffee. It's either the blueberry or those florals. This one has the florals, but it also has like totally great acidity. Like if you like a lively, bright or mm-hmm. acidity in your coffee and you want that delicate body, again, we talked about these terms like tea-like. I'm not using tea-like in a sense that it's a flat coffee or it's thin. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has those flavors a lot. Yeah, flavor notes on it. We're getting grapefruit, oolong tea, and floral. There it is. That, yeah. I mean, that that should speak for for itself. Yeah, uh, you should know what you're getting, getting yourself into. And last but not least, actually, we should have probably started with this, yeah. but this is the coffee we're drinking right now. Columbia, Huela, washed or semi-washed, anaerobic, pink bourbon. Thoughts? Uh, I remember cupping this coffee when we chose it. Like, it was absolutely... I mean, one, we were going to... Um, I might not get into there. That's too yeah, distracting. What, what are the most iconic yeah. things that come to mind when you think about this coffee from, from cuppings or... It's just absolutely punchy. It's big. It's, it's a punchy coffee. It has a lot of flavor to it. Um, out of the three coffees, uh, or out of the three coffees we've talked about right now, it's probably, in my opinion, the punchiest coffee that we're dropping. And I, I really like that about it because it's also not a natural. You think mm-hmm. punchy and you're uh, thinking like this booziness. That's not the type of punchy it is. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of flavor. And we've, I'm not going to name drop, 
but we've had some of our friends cup it, drink it, brew it on an espresso, and they've always hyped it up. Um, so that's why this coffee is a, it's, it's a big deal for me. I think it's, I mean, not going to choose our, you know, favorite child, but it's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. I think it's, it's vibrant. Mm-hmm. Again, pink bourbon comes in with some really good punch to it. It's juicy. It's complex. It's, you know, it's just, I, what comes to mind the most thing is just, is just vibrant. Yeah. Um, a lot of those flavor notes are just saturated, rich. I love it. This is going to, I think this is going to be the ripper of our, you know, next month that we have yeah, of all sure. of our coffees. If you want something that's really stand out, I think this, that's the option. Um, not that the other ones are not as, are not good. They just come with different characteristics. So, exactly. um, summarize as we go into, you know, December holidays, the new year, knowing our menu, how would you describe our menu coming in? Uh, one, uh, I would say by the box. Uh, I was talking to Ward about this and, you know, Ward has been one of the people who have bought a box for his parents mm-hmm. every single year for Christmas. And today he told me he's going to steal a bag out of that box so he can keep one Incredible. and give I'm like, Ward, are you really going to give your parents a half quarter yeah. empty box? Like just give them the dang thing yeah. and yeah. buy another bag. But I mean, that's also a lot to say the fact that the box is pretty diverse. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of flavors for everyone at the table. So if you're going to either gift this to someone you're gonna you're gonna give people a good time, and then also if you're gonna bring this somewhere, you're also can like you know set up the Jorge Mendes on the table. You have that nice classic coffee that you want. Stash away the agaro, you know, put it away somewhere, mm-hmm. hide it, you know, maybe brew it in like the bathroom. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell so anyone. Put it in your flask, and you're like, yeah, yeah this yeah, Jorge yeah. slams, but it's not. Um, that that's the that's the coffee that is um, the agaro, and then you have just the Colombia too. Yeah pull out at the end of the night it's like you know like the wine is getting a little stronger through the mm-hmm. night so this coffee is getting a little better through the night mm-hmm. and then the people that have already drank enough caffeine are like dude i'm tapped out you throw in the bader decaf <laughs> but for yeah. uh, the people that are like man what you got what you got yeah you pull out the you pull out that huela and you straight up on espresso at probably 8 p.m right with whatever pie you're munching on or your creme brulee or whatever it is slam it away um so that's kind of my descriptor of the menu for for the holiday season give us give us two words how would you describe the menu Uh, all together oh wow two words i can give you three um uh it's definitely timeless it's definitely modern (laughs) and it's definitely eternal (laughs) give it come on give us something that people get Oh man, give, I'm, give throwing some, out, I'm, some, I'm throwing some, out Easter eggs. Um, I know. No, uh, gosh. Oh man, I would say our menu is. Um, I mean, that's cheesy. I was gonna say it's colorful, and that's simply because when we cup coffees, have recently cup coffees, I've seen a lot of our coffees in color. Um, they're they're bright. They're. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think of grapefruit and that kind of liveliness of a coffee. But again, going back to like our Guatemalan coffee is nice green apple and like a pear, like that kind of flavor on it as well. Um, so I see it as our menu is very colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be one major word I'd sum it up as. Right on. Groovy. Well, um, 
friends, go get yourself a box. Yes. For especially for the holidays, get all your roommates, your family members, your your uncle, get them caffeinated with <laughs> yeah. some good good juice. Exactly. Uh, uh, this is uh, this is this is a really solid box. I think uh, diverse and um, I think it's vibrant, airy, just very nice. I'm I, I'm I'm a huge fan. So yep. this should be a next fun fun next month. Um, but yeah, that all being said. Um, something that came up in conversation the other day was about roasting filter roast, espresso roast, omni roast, and we may or may not have covered this in a previous podcast. To be honest, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and we have always, from the beginning, have kind of leaned towards kind of like a one roast for each coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some plus sides, some downsides to that. Um, but, um, yeah. There, there, there's some plus sides and downsides yeah. to that because sometimes you do want to go a little lighter for something mm-hmm. more filtery. Um, you do want to make things a little easier for yeah. espresso. And sometimes, you know, we'll go with like a lighter profile mm-hmm. that's kind of pushing on the lightness, which that coffee might have tasted slightly better if it was on espresso, you know, yeah. specifically. But we usually have just been going for one roast, yeah. um, which I also think there's... Um, we try to lo- ride the line of, hey, our coffees can be tasty both on espresso and on filter. You don't have to choose between the two. If you're getting a coffee, it's going to be just well round and yeah. good. Um, any thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, and to bring clarity to that word, like omni roast is a, actually a very simple word. It just means one roast. Right. So we just roast the coffee. We are not roasting it with quote unquote any brew method in mind mm-hmm. we're just wanting to make sure the coffee tastes as good as we can get it via quality control through cupping so the coffees can taste good both on espresso yeah and but on filter that yeah that's that's what i was gonna dive into is like mm-hmm. so if this coffee is tasty based on our cuppings based on how we roasted it that one single roast. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, how would you prefer to extract this coffee? Mm-hmm. So you can extract it any way. And now the dynamic of the flavors that you're going to experience through your extraction method is uh, going to reveal bigger and different characteristics. But is the coffee extractable anyway? Yeah, it's going to extract well on French press. It's going to extract excellent on, um, you know, espresso. Mm-hmm. But it will require some work, like especially if you're used to maybe only dialing in blends, you do have to consider the solubility of the coffee and your recipe to make it tasty. You know, And I, I think that's one of the major intimidating factors about Omni Roasting is because folks are like, oh, like, will I be able to make this coffee taste good? And how do I do that? And those are the big questions that come up when there's no label that says for espresso. Mm -hmm. In the cafe, I still get the same question over and over time. Which one of these coffees do you use for espresso? Mm -hmm. And when I say all of them, people kind of are like, wait, what does that even mean? Because they think there's a certain bean, there's a certain even, I don't know, varietal of coffee Mm -hmm. that's only made for espresso. But espresso, again, is just a brew method, right? So, okay, I'm talking too long. Pitch in. What do you got? No, that's great. I think uh, what comes to mind also is um, not, again, nothing, nothing against, you know, having different roasts for even just one single coffee. And that may be something we do in the future. Um, But I also think there is some communication benefits uh, for the consumer but also 
I do think that some of it's also kind of a marketing thing. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Uh, to, to a certain extent, to a certain extent. Because yeah. if you're doing a filter roast, I get it. You're going to go lighter. You're going you're gonna to modulate some of those mm-hmm. um, flavors a little differently. However, uh, it is kind of marketing because chances are if you label a coffee filter, mm-hmm. people who want a filter, it's going to make their decision making a little quicker you know like if you're just if you're just like personally for me my drinking habits i would prefer a filter over espresso any day not Mm -hmm. that i hate espresso i just really like filters when i go on the site you know to buy some coffee and i see espresso roast i'm probably gonna steer clear of that yeah yeah, yeah. you know and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go straight for the filter yeah um even though you know sometimes actually espresso roasts taste better on yeah. filter than yeah. the filter roast that, happens a, is, is, yeah, that yeah. happens a lot but i guess what where i'm getting that is like there is some some marketing action going on here yeah. um and it does skew people's perception a little bit you think that filter the filter roast would taste better on filter all the time right eh, i don't know I arguable mean, also to clarify i did say like oh you know when you say espresso, we're just talking about a brew method. Um, that's partially true. Uh, espresso is an, is a beverage, like you mentioned. Like mm-hmm. you lean towards a beverage still made out of coffee, mm-hmm. still has a little pressure, not the same nine bars of pressure in classic espresso, but you still have like gravity pressure in right. brewing um, a filter. But the whole beverage, the filter beverage, is much different than the espresso beverage. Yeah. And when it comes to those things, of course, when you see a, when you see a coffee that was labeled as espresso, I mean, one of the first things that comes to my mind is like, oh, it's we're talking about solubility levels. Mm-hmm. But that could be because I work in coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I automatically assume this coffee is more soluble. Therefore, what we talked about in previous episodes, it could potentially be a quote unquote darker roast, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, like these are all very loose terms, but that's kind of how my mind processes it. But then again, of course, uh, I don't, I again, I'm different than you. I prefer espresso over filter. Mm-hmm. So I'm automatically, I mean, I guess I'm a walking contradiction because I love filters so much. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm not intimidated by taking a filter coffee and throwing in and doing espresso. And a lot of people yeah. do do that. Yeah. yeah that's, that's fine. Yeah. And there, none of the espresso I have at home is for espresso. It's right. all just regular roasted, omni roasted coffees that right. I'm, you know, brewing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, oh, how, what do you, if you're looking for a coffee that's, you know, you're like, man, I want to get something that I'm going to be brewing mostly espresso with. You're going to maybe throw some milk in there occasionally. What are you looking for for on a bag mm-hmm. or what's the information that you're looking out for that may not be just espresso and filter? Yeah. Just as your personal preference, yeah. that might help some people yeah. kind of gauge what, what they should be looking at. Again, especially if you're talking about uh, adding milk to it, I probably won't choose a coffee with milk that has a ton of acidity like and especially delicate flavors on bags i'm looking to do those on filter um and again i drink espresso black i'm just drinking a shot of espresso Mm -hmm. and sometimes coffees with delicacies 
punch so hard on espresso mm -hmm. that you're getting more of the intensity of let's say the florals you know mm -hmm. than you would on a filter but i'm not most likely i'm not adding milk to that uh i mean as cheesy as it sounds like at the end of the day i'm probably either picking up a colombian coffee for milk or a guatemalan coffee mm -hmm. that's that's kind of what i do again not to bring up our coffees again but jorge mendez is just a very easy like when i'm brewing on the breville at home I reach for the Jorge Mendes. If we have that, I'm doing that. This morning, we didn't have it. What did I take? The Jorge Rojas. I still had mm -hmm. like a, some old coffee from, old, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> old coffee from October that I just threw in and I'm like, sick, still slaps, you know? Dude, that's that's an exceptional coffee. Yeah. Actually, I, I missed that coffee. That was, yeah. that was nice. Um, yeah, well, speaking, speaking of our coffee, as we wrap it up and laying this plane, uh, tell us if you're brewing filter you can only choose one coffee out of the three that we mentioned and if you're brewing espresso you're choosing one coffee out of the three that we mentioned yeah. what are you going with what's your what's your first Man. draft pick right here again maybe i'm a maybe i'm a walking contradiction filter i'm grabbing the agaro maybe because i've been brewing okay. on filter Fair. right last few days uh espresso all right y'all you know what i'm gonna say jorge mendez that's, You're not picking up the Columbia. I know. That's what I said. Sheesh. I just hyped the Columbia up so much, but I, it's like the Colombian coffee is very the the Hoyle is very adventurous. It's very adventurous. It's yeah. almost like I, I I love it. I love it. No no shade. Dang. But dang, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. What, what are you, I'll, dude? I'll I'm 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 so on this Hoyle train. I've been waiting for us to drop it so I can start drinking it. That's yes. that's I've been, I've just been waiting. I'm like, can we just drop it? Not even for people. Like I just want to start drinking it. So yeah. I I think I'm gonna have to pull it a couple times on the Breville and dang pull it and just drink it both filter and espresso. Forget Dude, it. One coffee. All all, all all methods. I'll probably I get see. bored of it in a couple weeks, but for now I'm just gonna ride this train out. So do it to it all right more props to you any final words uh good coffees drink good coffee reflect what's good <laughs> there you have it folks that's a wrap <laughs>